When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Brothers Brandt Podcast, episode 134 of the Brothers Brandt Pod. Uh, We have a special episode here, Rick, talking about the Goo Goo Dolls. Rob, this band is one of our all-time favorites. These guys have been rocking the stage for almost 40 years, which is hard to believe. The Goo Goo Dolls, Rob, we are going to go in-depth with them. We're going to talk about the band. We're going to talk about our experiences with John and Robbie. Those guys know what they're doing up on stage and Boy, do we have a clue what we're doing in front of these microphones. Not a damn clue. Not a damn clue what's going on here. We're still going to have fun. We're going <laughs> to bring all this action to the listeners here on episode 134 of the Brothers Brand Podcast. In our previous episode, we talked in episode 133 about OAR of a Revolution, who is our favorite band, and coincidentally... Mm-hmm. This summer in 2023, OAR is touring with the Goo Goo Dolls. What an unbelievable concert that will be. You know, you know, Rick, it's really cool because I thought this year with OAR playing with Dispatch and G Love, that was just an epic combo, one two punch. And now we got Goo Goo Dolls and OAR. What was so cool, Rob, is uh, this past year, you and I, we were hanging out in Dallas. You came to visit in Texas prior to the bachelor party, and mm-hmm. we went and got a chance to check out Goo Goo Dolls live in concert. And I remember you Dude, a and Blue October. Months... Blue October opened up for him, and uh, uh, sleep on Blue October. Please sleep on Blue October. Don't They say don't sleep, but I'm telling you to sleep on Blue October. <laughs> yeah, you can show up halfway, and you just make sure you're there for the Goo Goo Dolls. You called me months after the show and said, Rob, this is Rob. I said said Rick. I said Rick. And man, wow. Thanks so much for that show. That show was unbelievable. I, you know, I always liked the Goo Dolls, but man, I've been just jamming out to them the last couple months and these guys rock. Yeah. It's uh, funny. Like I forgot how much I love them. Like, and how many grew up in the nineties, you love the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. And how many bangers they had. Um, I used to play pickup soccer in this place called good sports and it was three on three. And it was one of my favorite things in childhood. We'd go down to wall, New Jersey, play at this uh, place called good sports. And it was three on three. It was like mini hockey. You played in like this little rink, probably about, you know, 20 yards long. And it was just like hockey. You could play it off the boards and all that. And they would just be jamming out to goo goo dolls. Blink-182, Green Day, all the bands of the 90s. <laughs> it was yeah. epic. 
I mean, Rob, the third eye blind. Are, exactly. It was They're the soundtrack for every single like Friday that we played. <laughs> so these guys, they got started in the eighties, actually, believe it or not, kind of an interesting story. They're from Buffalo, New York. And these talk, guys were talk about a hotbed of music talent in Buffalo, New York. It actually is impressive. There's a lot of musicians from that are, area. Are there actually, I was just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, a lot of good musicians have come from Western New York and um these like guys who? Were, like who 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 name all a you do is all you do is Google it. You go out on the internet, you'll find anything you want. <laughs> so Johnny and Robbie, these guys are high school friends. They knew each other through family and friends, but they were high schoolers together. And uh in the nineteen eighty-six, fall of nineteen eighty-six, these guys got together, they started playing they started playing together and they were just doing covers. These guys weren't doing their own music. They were just playing covers and they did that for many years and, and people liked them. People loved these guys. There was a couple other band members that have since fallen off uh, some drummers, but uh, Johnny and Robbie have been doing this. Like I said, at the beginning, almost 40 years now. And it wasn't until about 10 years after uh, that they started that their first big mainstream song hit radios. It was their own song and things just took off from there. Rob, that song is called name. Name. I don't, I don't recall that one. Oh my gosh. Get the hell off this podcast. Listen <laughs> to the song. It's phenomenal. And John talks about it. He talks about being in a grocery store in 1995 and just shopping, and all of a sudden on the radio, in the grocery store, over the speaker system, is his song. And he just had to take a deep breath and realize, wow, here we go. And there we went, Rob, the Goo Goo Dolls. They just launched, skyrocketed their career from then on out. They had hits like Iris, Slide, Black Balloon. Broadway, come to me, let love in. It just goes on and on and on. Literally dozens of hits, Rob. Unbelievable. Yeah, they had like uh, an album go like quadruple platinum or something. They sure did. And what was so funny about that first song name, which took off in 1995, was mm -hmm. um, yeah. it actually first some people considered it to be the song of the year in 95. And it led to guest appearances on Beverly Hills 90210 and the show Charmed. So these guys, hold on, hold on, hold on. Going, they, it just going. became very popular. Um, they were just on the scene from then on out. And um, an alternative rock band, I'm sure our listeners have jammed out to these guys before, um, but you got to check them out. They are great in concert. Rick, I'm gonna I'm gonna play named. Play, play, it, play, for, it, for play it, play it, play name for the listeners. Give the people what they want. It's a little bit of a slower song, you know, but then it picks up and it's really, really phenomenal. And you've listened to this song dozens of times. Oh, man, this is it. Oh, geez. I feel like an idiot for not saying I don't know what name it was. Oh, my God. I just listen. You're not as big of a fan as I am. There you go, Rob. You don't have to play the whole song. People will get it. You know, they understand. 
We'll just wait for that one line to hit. We'll wait for that one line to hit. It's a good one. Give me a little while. The listeners will like it. Imagine hearing that on the radio, ooh, doing some grocery ooh, shopping. Ooh, baby. I'll tell you what, I was at the driving range the other day, and that came on not my playlist, but the driving range's playlist. And let's just say I was deep down the right, right down the middle. It was phenomenal. Send it in, big fella. Send yes, it sir. in. Rob, the goo dolls are outstanding. <laughs> We've seen these guys in concert. I countless times, I can't even remember how many times I've seen these guys now, but I remember a couple shows in particular. You and I, we went to PNC Bank Art Center in New Jersey. Hotel, New Jersey. And these guys come there every single every, summer. Every time. Yeah, I think they're going there this year too. Yes, yes, sir. And so um we're we're there and um Listen, what's cool about these guys, opposed to some other bands, like the OAR band we talked about in the last episode, is they always end their song, so their um, set, their show, their concert with one song, Crazy Game of Poker. With the Goo Goo Dolls, they've got so many different hits, and it's like, you don't know which one's coming at Mm -hmm, you next, which mm -hmm, one they're mm -hmm, ending with. mm -hmm. And uh, I remember they played Black Balloon, and they just had hundreds of filled up helium black balloons dropping from the from the sky from the rafters. Uh, we yeah. were we were in seats, and I just thought that was so cool. I love that. Yeah, we went, and if I recall correctly, we went, uh, and it was Train that was the headline, but we went to go see Goo Goo Dolls to open. Yeah, we even and... left after the Goo Goo Dolls were gone. <laughs> we were like, we were like, we're, we're, like, we're, like, we're like, f this, we're gone. <laughs> we came, <laughs> we came, saw, conquered, got what we wanted, and that's how, that's how much we love them. And, and there was no there. traffic either. We made it out before everybody else. Yeah, yeah. But I remember one of my favorite lines that made me like the band so much. What uh, was the lead singer was was uh, playing? I think it was was it Iris. Is their most famous technically like their most famous one? Iris is pretty up at there. One of them, and he just made an announcement, and he just said, "You know, at one point in every band's career, they want to be the best in the world, the absolute best in the world." And for a short moment in time, we were the best in the world, and this song got us there. And then he just went in. Oh, dude, it was so good. So good. And and he just does such a good job. Uh, He's outstanding at live in concert. You gotta you gotta check him out. He's interactive. John John does such a good job of like talking to the crowd. That was that was one goo goo doll moment. And then the other one with you in Dallas in Dallas was really cool. And we've I've seen him a couple times before, and you've seen them a couple times before. 
But in Dallas, like you and I went to Blue October, Goo Goo Dolls, and a lot of people, you know, we were able to move around really easily. We bought like, you know, seat seat tickets, but, uh, you know, there was wide open seats in front of us. So we literally ended up going down to the third row uh, and hanging out there for Broadway, Iris, like probably at least 10 songs we were in the third row. For. You can't beat it. You can't and beat it. Now, John was just having full dialogue with people. <laughs> exactly. He is as engaged as a, uh, a singer can be on stage. You know, he's not intimidated. He's been doing this for decades. So, yeah. The man gets comfortable up there. And it, and it totally did not go so... how he wa- It totally did not go how he wanted it to go. He just like turned it into a big joke and his, his improv skills are, are hard to beat. They are. They are. And I was just going to say and add one last thing that not only is John very comfortable on stage, but Robbie, who is the bassist and vocalist as well, he uh, he he's always he never has shoes on. He's always in socks or barefoot on stage. I've never seen that before out of anybody in the history of concerts. And um, for some reason, he does it and he feels comfortable up there. And God bless him. God bless him. God bless now, for me, Rob. I have to point out my favorite memory uh, with these guys here. Um, a friend of a friend through a friend. I was able to get a chance to go to a Goo Dolls concert at um, Count Basie Theater in Red Bank, New Jersey, a small venue. Uh, it's almost like hard to believe that they were performing at such a small venue. It's an old iconic uh, venue. It's probably no more than like, 3,000 fans. So um, just to give you an idea of scale, very small. Hey, we saw B.B. Uh, King there, bro. That's true. King. Growing up, we saw B.B. King, the legend there. And uh, fast forward a few decades, I got a chance to go and um, see the Goo Dolls there. And we were at first row. We had tickets in the first row. And um, I was just so jazzed up. I was loving it. These guys were rocking out. And, like, I had the set list after the show. And uh, during the concert, I remember John like came over and was like dishing out some high fives. And I came in with high heat, all the muscle I could bring. I was just so jazzed up. I rocked this dude's hand. And I kid you not, Rob, he stopped whatever he was saying or doing. He's like, bro, almost broke my hand. <laughs> like <laughs> out loud so the whole venue could hear it. <laughs> you, it almost ended, you, ran, you almost ended the show real quick for everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> prior, prior to the show, there was a meet and greet and uh, uh, just such cool dudes. And uh, they were backstage. You got a chance. They actually, fun fact about these guys, um, I think they're guitar like addicts. And like, you know, you've seen all these bands, they perform and they might switch out a guitar um, every couple songs or just, you know, switch it up. Some some guy yep. in the back will yep. run out a guitar. They'll swap it out for a different song to get a different, I don't know, sound maybe. And uh, they actually have a different a guitar for every single song. It's wild, actually. Yeah, now, I, I remember you pointing that out while we were in Dallas and I just kept watching them change up every 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 time they had a new song, they had a new song, they had a new guitar. Yeah, you know, you don't even really think about it because in sports, which this podcast is largely based around, there's sponsorship deals and there's all these different NLI stuff for uh, for the college kids now. But like boring bands are sponsored by all the like the drum companies, mm-hmm. the guitar companies and mic companies, you name it. 
Um, so, I mean, there's probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of the highest quality guitars all there, just getting interchanged every, every single song. It's so cool. And uh, what was neat about it was um, the manager at the time uh, had like hooked this whole thing up for me. And then fast forward, like a few weeks later, I get this like massive package in the mail. I had not expected anything whatsoever. Nobody told me anything. And this, this package arrives, Robin, it's like, it's like three feet, four feet tall. It's like two or three feet wide. And I've got, uh, I've got all of a sudden like this big frame deal there. It was just so freaking cool, Rob. That's so awesome. freaking cool. That's so epic, dude. Yeah. And, and uh, I think you just reclaimed it from my house recently. I sure did. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you left that. I was kind of hoping uh, you left that here. Yeah. You know, I needed that. I mean, it has my name on it. So it'd be kind of weird if you put it up on the wall. Wasn't You've it been... engraved? Like, isn't it engraved with your it name? It is. It is. <laughs> and the fact that the you quadruple won... al- a quadruple platinum album award. And I think so cool. It really is. It's probably one of the coolest memorabilia things that uh, we have. Uh, like OAR and all the other athletes we've met over the years, we've got a great picture with these guys here. And um, just such cool, cool dudes. Um, if you get a chance this summer, like we talked about, our previous podcast was about OAR this w- summer, OAR and the Goo Goo Dolls together, united traveling around, not just the country, but going overseas and a couple different countries should be pretty amazing, Rob. Oh my God. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. I can't wait to uh, see OAR and Goo Goo Dolls this summer someplace. I got to look at the schedule. Got to figure it out. For all you listeners out there, maybe we'll catch you at a concert. I'm Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brandon. We're the Brothers Brandt. Thanks for listening.